Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. And this is Heather and Chris. And we were actually in a Hallmark movie. (laughs) And this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Big day. One of the things uh, we wanted to do with this podcast was we wanted to watch these movies, we wanted to review them, and then we wanted to find out more about what went into the making of the movies. And for our first episode back in 2019 when we were going to do this, we could think of only one story. This was top of the list. We talked to a lot of actors, (laughs) directors, people that wanted to like come on the show and we're going to have them on. We're super excited. But to get the real life couple... From mm-hmm. Once Upon a Christmas Miracle, also known as Christmas Delivered. That's right. <laughs> Christmas Delivered. Uh, and we got them. Yep. Chris and Heather are joining wow. us, even though they listened and heard me make fun of their story. And I feel uh. super duper honored that they're here. Guys, thank you so much for being willing to join us and talk about your story. No Not problem. A problem. How was, uh, real quick, how was your, your Christmas? How was your holiday season? It was great. Um we had Christmas Eve at our house for the first time this year, so that actually all went smoothly. And uh, we went to my aunt's house for Christmas Day. So yeah, yeah, it was good. I uh, I work for Amazon, so this Christmas was oh gosh really busy for me, like seventy hour work weeks. But <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm glad it's over now. Wow, yeah. I hear you. So um, you guys sound like uh, there's some Midwest ac- accent there. Are you guys from the Midwest somewhere? Yeah, we're from Chicago. Nice. Of Do you course. still live there? Uh, we live in a suburb like south of Chicago. Are you? So. Are, I have heard that this week. No one's going to care, but I have heard this week is going to get crazy <laughs> cold. Like, are is it? Is it? Oh is my that gosh. True? It's below zero right now. Oh my oh. goodness! Yeah. It's on Wednesday. It's supposed to break like a twenty-five year record. It's with the wind chill. It's going to be negative um, fifty. This is what I just we're, told. You. We're, yeah. all, we're all sitting here in South Carolina in our short sleeve shirts, like, oh, it's oh cold. It's thirty-five <laughs> degrees. It's cold outside. So, uh, yeah. Well, good luck out yeah, there, guys. For sure, it's going to be brutal. <laughs> so, uh, just to walk us through. Not, not uh, your story is so incredibly powerful. Walk us through Hallmark contacting you guys. Like, how does it happen? Like, how does a story like yours get turned into a Hallmark movie? Do you get contacted by them? Is is there a is there yeah. an author an agent? What what happened there? Yeah. So, um, so when this all was going on, uh, the local news picked up on it, and then like the national news picked up on it. And then we actually, we ended up on a Steve Harvey show. Of course, where dreams are made. That's right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, that was a really cool, real cool experience. And then, you know, one day I am sitting in my car and I get this phone call and it's Hallmark. And I'm like, what is Hallmark calling me for? <laughs> and I answered a phone and it was one of their production, production, production people. And they just said that they've seen our story on social media and they would like to turn it into a movie. And at that point, I was like in disbelief. I was like, wow, like you've got to be kidding me right now. <laughs> so that we had to do that. We had to hire the lawyer and have our lawyer contact them. And they they worked everything out. 
Wow, what a thing. Now, we could we could go through the movie and say, hey, did this happen, did this happen? But how about we do this? Could you just tell us, maybe in a, in a brief, concise way, uh, can you tell us your story? Because it's an amazing story, and I would like to hear it from uh, from you guys instead of the movie. And then we can go from there and we can say, hey, you guys didn't say this, did that happen in the movie? Um, so if you could tell right, us the story, right. that'd be really great. Okay, sure. So I'll start with me. Um so in March of 2014, um, I had been sick with symptoms for about a year. No one could really figure out what was going on with me. Um, finally, I uh, was recommended that I go to a university hospital for more intensive uh, testing. You know, this was two weeks before my 25th birthday. I was diagnosed. My body uh, has, had been attacking my liver to the point where um, it was cirrhosis. And my only option was a liver transplant. Wow. Um, three months later in June, I went into complete liver failure, turned completely jaundiced. Um, they told me I had less than 50% chance of living another two months. Um, yeah, within a, within a week of that, um, I was put on the Illinois waiting list for a transplant. Mm. A few months had passed, um, in about October of that fall, um, they, my numbers were getting worse again, and they said, we don't know how much time you have left. We suggest you start looking for a living donor. So um, I have a younger sister who um, she made a flyer up with, like, my blood type, the name of the hospital, all the details if someone was actually really serious about getting tested for me. So um, some people did get tested. Some, uh, you know, most people automatically because of maybe they were overweight or medical history, they were um, eliminated right away. So that was really a uh, emotional roller coaster, <laughs> you know, not knowing if I was going to get a transplant in time. Sure. And, you know, in the meantime, getting sicker and sicker. Um, that December 2014, I went to Mayo Clinic to get a second opinion and um, it came up that it, same thing, autoimmune hepatitis. And so that was December. And at that point, I really felt like my body was starting to shut down. Mm -hmm. And really before all that, like, even though, you know, my prognosis was bad, the odds were against me. I never felt like I was going to die. Like I mm. always felt like someone was going to come along. Like I just had this strong faith that, you know, someone was going to come along. So anyways, that January, um, you know, the next month, um, I found out through my transplant coordinator that someone was going to get tested. And Chris, if you want to take over from there. Yeah, sure. So, um, so with me, I was just like sitting in a break room at uh, work uh, one day. And I don't usually go to this particular break room, but I overheard a kid who was home from college, just seasonal help, talking about how who happened to be my cousin yeah who, yeah talking about how his cousin needed this transplant and you know i just thought to myself you know if i was in that situation or if somebody in my family was in that situation i would want somebody to step up so i got the information from them and i got a hold of the transplant coordinator at the ey health in chicago and went through the testing and found out that i was a match wow and that's absurd. Yeah. <laughs> That's just That's absurd. unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> so then yeah. how does it turn romantic? Like what, what, what exactly like 
<laughs> when did you guys start meeting and like hanging out and be like, maybe, maybe we should date? Like what, yeah. what happened there? Yeah. Well, my, uh, my motorcycle club at the time decided that they were going to put on a benefit to raise money for her hospital bills and stuff. So we started, but, but just rewind a little bit. So January, uh, end of January was when he called me. We had never spoken or seen each other, met nothing. So the first time he called me was when he was telling me that he was going to be my donor. Wow. And yeah. And then a week after that, so like beginning of February, uh, we met for the first time um, at a Mexican restaurant. Of course. And Classic. Just, yeah. <laughs> and that was kind of when then – go ahead, Chris. Yeah. So, yeah. so my motorcycle club was going to put on this benefit. So Heather and I started spending more and more time together getting like uh, donations and stuff for the benefit. And uh, just one thing led to another. I was a chicken, so she made the first move. Wow. (laughs) So we had about a month and a half. um, Like our families met. We went out to dinner. Um, I really couldn't. I was pretty much bedridden. I really couldn't do much at that point. So we would just watch movies or get food or something. And... um, so like I said, we had about a month and a half, and then the surgery was um, middle of March of 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, mine was 12 hours long. His was eight. We were in the ICU for like 17 days. <laughs> so you weren't walking um, around the morning of, uh, <laughs> of no, the surgery. That's surprising. Um, no, uh. not the morning of. No, not at all. <laughs> a couple days later, I actually was because he his uh, room was three doors down from me. And I just the first thing I wanted to do was just go and see how he was and thank him. So against like what my nurse told me, I decided to walk down the hallway to him <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's fantastic. But, um yeah, and so kind of from there, like even before the transplant, it felt like we were together. I don't know. There was just this automatic connection. Mm. And then like the day after we were discharged from the hospital, he called me and we made it official. <laughs> wow. wow. So and then how yeah. long until married? Didn't you guys get married? Are you guys married in real life, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just making sure I didn't step on anything there. Later, like it was in the, in the movie. It was a year later, I think, is when you a year later post. Was it a year yeah. in real life? Well, we yeah, we had so the surgery was in March, and he proposed that December of the same year, and the following October we got married. Well, so we have to ask because it, the proposal was kind of they they did a, the fun little thing in the Hallmark where they start off with the proposal and then yeah. end with it. They did a was flashback it pre- yeah, flashback. for no reason yeah, at all. Yeah, the unnecessary <laughs> flashback. But we have to ask, like, was it dramatic like that? Was it a really good proposal? How'd you do it? <laughs> it, it was actually on a horse and carriage ride. Wow. wow. There yeah. you have it. Uh, she uh, she was on a ride with me, though. Like, uh, she knew I had the right plan from earlier in the day. Earlier that day, we were like, Christmas shopping downtown and all that. And I just had this carriage ride planned for the end of the night. So we were actually uh, actually together. Her family wasn't there or nothing. Um, but it pulled in front of the Drake Hotel, like under this big gazebo. And I said, hey, let's get out and uh, get some pictures. And that's where I asked her. Got wow. out one day. <laughs> Oh, well wow. done. I mean, you, fantastic. I mean, how do you say no to that? You yeah. Know? yeah. Good gracious. Fantastic. <laughs> so, so, so you find you find out, um, you know, this thing's going to be a movie, and then you find out who's playing each of your characters. Did you guys have some fun? Like, 
I guess, tell me about just like learning details of the film and then watching the film. Like, did you guys watch it with your family? Yeah, was viewing it party. like, yeah. was it more funny of the things they got wrong or seeing it done, you know, done up, I guess? <laughs> or what, what was it? What was that like? Yeah, yeah. So, um, Hallmark was really good. They, um, the writer consulted with us a lot. Uh, and okay, is it okay if we make, you know, a little change here and there? Um, and we actually got to, in October, um, when they were filming in Winnipeg, Canada, we got to go there for a couple of days and be on set hmm. and actually meet, you know, Amy and Brett and the rest of the cast. So that was a really cool experience, you know, mm-hmm. first time being on a, a movie set. And um, what else? Oh, we watched it actually um, at my uncle's house. Uh, our whole family went over there. We had food and everything. And so um, we could have, Chris and I could have like got a copy of it and watched it prior to it, you know, first airing on TV, but we wanted to watch it with the whole family, you know. For <laughs> <the first. laughs> and so, and then yeah. I know that they did like a, a, a premiere type thing, not like a premiere, but you, there was like a red carpet event. Like how did that all happen? And I think everybody watched your movie. Is that true? Yeah. yeah so they contacted us um, like a week before it aired on, tv and said that it got picked out of like 90 other hallmark movies to like have this it like one best hallmark movie of the year wow wow it was the most viewed um movie on the hallmark and movie movies and mysteries channel in the history of all their movies wow, wow. unbelievable yeah yeah <laughs> that's cool that's so that crazy. was a really cool experience going to like la and being on the red carpet and just yeah it was yeah, yeah, it was crazy. like surreal experience. <laughs> Unbelievable. So um, I'm happy to see that they kept the motorcycle club in. Like that's, I think, very important <laughs> and very fun. <laughs> you should have seen him when you said you were part of a motorcycle club. He literally raised his hands, Brandon did, above his head like fist pumping. Well, because it's just one of those things that like, uh, like I can imagine as a writer, he's like, well, do I put the motorcycle club in? And he's like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the motorcycle club in. <laughs> well, now that's I've got to ask, did you, did you you really like sell Christmas trees at like a Lowe's knockoff store? <laughs> Did I work there? Yeah. Were you like working at uh, like a hardware well, store? I, so I worked for the village of Frankfurt. So that, that town was a real town that I worked for. Uh, but I worked for the actual village. But they had called. And since I uh, had an office job, they wanted to change it up a little bit to where I had an outside job to get outside shots for, for Christmas. Of course. Got to have Christmas yeah, fair and snows and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so as you guys were watching it, what were, what were some of the things that uh, were the most uh, different where you were like, oh, wow, they really, they really did something there. That was really different. Um, probably one of the bigger things was um, like, uh, what was it? The hearts and hands where Chris yes. had, you know, the opportunity to go overseas. <laughs> right. that, that was not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a riot! You're that, not, was, that was a big one. You're not that not that good of a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll you're fine, you. I guess. I mean, yeah. give your liver, but don't want to go overseas yeah. now. But I get it. <laughs> so, as as you guys were uh, making the movie with Hallmark, um, was, was there anything that you were? Uh, surprised by, I guess, in the in the making of the movie. Uh, obviously, maybe while you were there, you were surprised by um, something you saw, or just like really interesting to see this movie being made. Just to see like like everything that went into just doing like one scene. Like yeah. we were not set for from like twelve hours, twelve hours, and they filmed like literally like two scenes. 
wow. in that whole 12 hours. So it was just really cool just to see how much actually goes into <laughs> Just it's like, everything. you know, three minutes of the movie. Yeah. That was, like, what was so amazing. I guess to see the whole behind the scenes was, like, really fascinating for us <laughs> for the first time, you know. Yeah, that's cool. So let me ask you, you, you film this movie, it, it comes out, it's really great, it's exciting for everybody, and then you hear Deck the Hallmark <laughs> has a podcast, <laughs> and we're talking about your film. Uh, were you nervous, excited, <laughs> angry? I mean, like, give us the play-by-play. <laughs> I had just got home from work and my wife's like, you got to listen to this. <laughs> how did I, now I have to ask, uh, Heather, how did you, how did you find out about our podcast? Um, you know, I think it was on Instagram. I came across it, I believe. <laughs> I remember. And so I started listening to it before he got home. And then I forgot one of you said, oh, he must be ancient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not that anxious. And so when he got home, I was like dying laughing. I was like, you got to listen to this. That's great. So what? now I have to ask, like, how old are you, uh, Chris, now that we called you ancient? We're really sorry about that. Yeah. I'm 40. Okay. So not ancient. I'm not I'm, ancient. I'm 35. So like same ballpark All right. There. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry is what I'm trying to say. That's, I got to be honest. That might be the first time I've heard Dan say I'm sorry. No, no, no. It can't be. <laughs> so as you guys uh, as you guys look back over this experience, movie being made, uh, going to the red carpet, what's uh, what's the one takeaway? The one thing where you look back. You know, another forty years from now, when you're eighty, Chris, uh, when you're looking back at uh, this at this event, what's going to be the thing that you're like, man, that was that was really cool, that was special. The, the thing that that we like about it is, it got so much, uh, it got the so much people, it reached, and just to get the word out there about organ donation, we had uh, contact us on Facebook, you know, saying stuff like, we're organ donors now because of you guys wow, and stuff like wow. that, and that's just really cool to hear. That's fantastic. Yeah, for for me, yeah, for me too. It's like um, the more I we just we just got so much positive feedback from people, and like Chris said, you know, so many people contact me me on Facebook, and just like them saying how much of an inspiration I am to them, yeah. and it helps me almost like emotionally, like okay. You know, it was a hard uh, recovery process and seeing like how much this has affected people in a positive way and people saying like, you know, I'm going to research and look into living donation or I'm going to register as a donor now because of you and your story. That makes me feel so good inside and like it gives me like a sense of purpose that I really am here for a reason. So Wow. You guys, uh, it's crazy. Your story has legitimately saved lives. That's mm-hmm. unbelievable That's awesome. to think about. Um, and so- I, I'd ask this next question purely as, as just jesting, but Chris, do you ever use it to win an argument? Do you ever just go, you know what? Tell my liver I said hey, or something like that. Like, do you ever do it? Do you? Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that in my back pocket. <laughs> he, yes. He has he has been asked that uh, quite a few times, and honestly, he's never thrown that in my face so far. Mm. Of course, he's not, because Chris is a better guy than yeah, us. Yeah, he is. I think we've established. Won't go overseas to help people, but no, I mean, no, otherwise, no. You know. heart to hands, no. Liver to Heather, yes. <laughs> and and I think the last the last question is um, if the movie was called Christmas Delivered, would you have been okay with it? 
I would have been okay with that. Yeah, I would have been fine with it. You can tell we have a good sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> guys, we cannot thank you enough. You guys have been amazing. Good yep. sports, sharing your amazing stories, saving lives in the process. Uh, that's what it's all about, guys. And that's fantastic. And you guys are the best. Thank that's you so right. much. Yeah. Heather, we're happy thank you're you. alive. Thank you for us. We're happy you're alive, Heather. Chris, we're happy that you're riding motorcycles. That's uh, right. <laughs> thank solid. you. Thank you guys for joining thank us. You guys. And you know what? Thank ha- you. No happy problem. Merry early Mer- Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Big thanks to Heather and Chris Kruger uh, for joining us and, uh, and sharing the amazing Oh, so my great. goodness. The best around. Or is it Dempsey? I think, well, it's Dempsey Kruger. I don't know if they took each other's names or not. Maybe it's a, it's a hyphen. We should have asked him. I did married in one of the harder-hitting questions of that interview. (laughs) So I'd like to pat myself on the back for that one. (laughs) Are you guys married? I'm a moron. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, it's better than what was was (laughs) your question. I don't even remember it. I tried to block it from my memory. So so if if you if you were if you were looking at yourself (laughs) and you saw what you see now (laughs) on another day. Far away from now, would it be there? That's essentially what I asked. Yeah, and 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 as we I were, was everything I had not to laugh as they were telling that guys, story. Hey, thanks for listening. Yep, this has been our third episode for everyone That's in exactly February. Right. We'll have three more out in March. But if um, you would like two other episodes, we have an interview more. with Christopher Palaha, which is just a rip roaring good time, an hour of just chat. That's right. Um, and so then good. also uh, something we're calling the Big Three. That's right, where, where we, we talk should... about our favorite things that we're doing right now and what we like right now: TVs, music, food, movies, whatever yep. we want to talk about. Those goodies are going to be available at the Patreon. Patreon.com slash deck the hall. Going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, Guys, it is. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're big fans of you, and thank you for being fans of us. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.